Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So like if I wanted to get into voiceover work as an extra source of income as a comedian, what can I do? Well, uh, there are a lot of ways to do that. I would say, first of all, what you want to do is be able to record voiceover at home. And that means getting a microphone that is good enough to record voiceover, getting a uh, a sound setup. This is a bonus episode of the Arts Academy podcast, How to Get Into Voiceover Acting, a one-on-one session with Victor Varnado and special guest Jasmine Ellis. All right, Jasmine, how can I help you? Okay. Hi, Dean. Nice to meet you. Um, I am... <laughs> stand-up comedian. I'm based in Austin right now. And I've been doing stand-up, you know, in person pre-pandemic forever. Um, Not forever, only six years. Now that I think about it, I'm talking to you, talking about six years, like that's a long time. But anyways. Yeah, that's um, nothing. No, it's it's a a toddler, right? Like in the grand scheme of things, I am not even an adult comedian yet. But so my thing is, I've been told my whole life that I have a good voice. And I've been told that I could do, and I've done a couple of small voiceover type projects, usually going into a studio and doing, like I did um, an AIDS research puppet show and did like three different characters. And it was like, really, it was like to educate children on AIDS and it was pretty cool. But anyways, the point is I want to get more projects like that and be able to record them at home. And I want to put together, like, I know I need a voiceover reel or demo, I think, or something to show that I can take, like, before you get the work, you have to prove you can do the work. So I'm wondering what you would recommend for someone who kind of wants to fake it till they make it, but maybe does have the skills. So like, if I wanted to get into voiceover work as an extra source of income as a comedian, what can I do? Well, uh, there are a lot of ways to do that. I would say, first of all, what you want to do is be able to record voiceover at home. And that means getting a microphone that is good enough to record voiceover, getting a, uh, a sound setup where you can uh, be in a quiet area. Some people actually use their closets, like with a closet because of all the clothes that are in a closet. If you have a microphone set up there, it has enough dampening sound so that you can actually record in a quiet environment. Uh, Some people actually put up or build sound booths for themselves. But basically, your first step is microphone and a quiet area where you can actually record voiceover and make it sound professional. For low-end voiceover, it doesn't matter as much about how quiet it is. But for the higher-end stuff, like, for instance, I myself recently hired a voiceover artist to work on a video. And one of the criteria was that she had to have an actual studio in her house. Because if she didn't have an actual studio, I couldn't use it. And so you need to do that eventually if you want to do voiceover. So kind of Uh, grow with the demand for me. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And and 
but while you're doing that, you can also you can also you also need a reel, of course. Uh, and there's a couple ways to get real. One way is you can take a class where they show you how to make a reel. And taking one of those classes is actually great because uh, a lot of those classes uh, are put on by casting agencies. So if you can get a voiceover class that's put on by a casting agency where they actually teach you how to make a reel, because everybody's looking for ways to make money on the side, including casting agencies. So if you actually take a class from a casting agency, I actually think that might be money well spent because at least you become aware. I mean, you also have to not suck when you take that class. So, but it's, but like if you're going to spend money on a class that teaches you how to uh, make a reel, then do it with a voiceover casting agency. That is good to know because I've, as far as everything I've ever done, I've always been wary of classes just because yep. sometimes it can be a waste of money or time or the Absolutely. people teaching don't have any. They don't know any better than you. They just are like, you know, hired. So that's actually good to know. I didn't realize that um, agencies held classes. So that gives you exposure in front of people you want to be. That's great. That's great to know. Oh, yeah. I mean, some of them do. I mean, and it is it is useful to them, too, because A, they make, make extra money. B, they meet new people. C, they make sure those people are creating materials that they can use to get them jobs. So good. it's actually good on a lot of different a lot of different areas. So if you are going to spend money on a class, spend it with an agency that actually casts voiceover people. Uh, then, of course, you can, also, you can also make a reel without doing that. There are people online who can help you make a reel. Or there are free places that you can look and find out information about how to make a reel. Uh, there are uh, tons of sites uh, YouTube channels for voiceover people who will teach you how to make a reel as part of like their YouTube channel. Uh, and on top of that, you can also get work that will help you build a reel. Uh, you don't need experience to say, go on Fiverr and set up a voiceover channel on Fiverr where you take in work and do voiceovers. All you really need to do is have a microphone you don't have to be a professional if you're not professional lower your prices and then do that work as professionally as possible so that you you'll get paid a little bit of money at the very least to start building your reel and then, then just record that as professionally as you possibly can okay yeah uh, let me yeah, it makes and it's it's per, it makes perfect sense and it's really easy to do to just set up on fiverr and then just start getting work recording voiceover because there's tons of people that need voiceover all over the place. You'll probably get hired a lot by people who are not in America who need someone with an American accent to do voiceover. Uh, considering that voiceover isn't my particular thing, like I don't do a lot of voiceover myself, I'm just I'm I'm telling you thing. I'm, I'm not. I'm sure that the information I'm giving you is not complete. So I would actually really find those YouTube channels of people who do voiceover work because they just talk about this to no end, all the different places where you can get little gigs doing voiceover for, uh, and, and you get, you can get paid money to start building your reel. I mean, ultimately, ultimately you have to build your reel anyway. So it would be great if you could get paid to build your reel, build your reel. So, why not do something like Fiverr? There's also 
a, another website that is not like Fiverr, but it's a website where uh, people who need audio books recorded, they post audio, they post audio books that they need to have recorded. They like, they'll like post the text and then you can audition for those uh, audio books and then you can scoop up that payment. The thing about those though, is before you do those, you really have to know your recording technically. You need to know what you're doing technically because those audiobooks have to go to say Audible or Amazon, and then they have particular specs that it must adhere to. For instance, like um, uh, uh, when you're recording, there's what's called a noise floor. Do you know what the, I'm talking about? No. Okay, a noise floor is when, for instance, when we're not speaking, there's an amount of sound that you hear just from the room, okay? Like my conditioner's on, like whatever, like that's a noise floor. So when you're not speaking, when you're not speaking, the amount of sound that's still coming through is your noise floor. Different mics give you a lower noise floor. Your setup uh, where you're recording will give you a lower, lower noise floor. How you're uh, recording it, like whether or not you're going through a um, audio interface on your computer and what that audio interface is like gives you a lower lower noise floor floor <laughs> noise floor and also like depending on the audio software that you're using you could also do noise reduction so with with uh when you're doing something like an audiobook and it's got to go to amazon and so those jobs that are on Amazon, like absolutely anybody can sign up and audition for those jobs. And then the authors pick who is going to record. But the, when it goes to the final step where Amazon has to approve it, it has to be professionally recorded. But that's also a job that you can do right here and now. So basically, we were just talking about the uh, what happens with audiobooks and Amazon and, and noise floor and et cetera. You get all that part. So basically anybody can get those jobs, but you just have to make sure they're recorded very well. In fact, on every site where people do gig work, there's a voiceover section usually. So while you're building up your reel, uh, you can actually start getting gigs and probably start paying for the equipment that you might need uh, mm -hmm. if you're smart about it. Uh, okay. But, but the number one thing I would say is go to YouTube. There are people who just teach people how to do voiceover on YouTube and they have uh, channels that they run. Just go through all their videos because they'll tell you exactly what you need to do. I, I don't, in fact, I, I'm surprised many people don't use something like that as a resource because everything that you want to do, there's somebody who has a YouTube channel where all they're doing is just teaching that stuff for free. Yeah, and, I, was, I mean, I taught myself Final Cut and yeah. took a couple hours, but I mean, it's great to just have that inner, that information at your resource. I guess for me, I didn't realize that there was like, I kind of felt like you were either, you didn't do it or you were a professional. And when I first had talked to people, they made it sound like the best thing to do was to take like very expensive sounding classes that to me, it's like, I'm in my head. I'm like, I know how to talk. What am I like? I know how to talk. I know how to press record. Is well, this? 
don't think that you know how to do it because I've actually hired people to do voiceover and I had people come in who didn't have a lot of voiceover experience. A lot of people don't know like how to articulate. You lose a lot when you're not using your face to emote. So people have to do that only with their voice. You don't know exactly how to do it, but that's part of what you'll learn. Uh, and I've brought in friends who I thought would be great. Oh, this person's going to be great for this voiceover. And they come in, and then when you don't see their face, it's gone. <laughs> and so you need to make sure that when people don't see your face, it's still there, whatever okay. it is. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so, don't, so, so your friends who said that you, you have to take these super expensive classes, they're wrong, but you thinking that you got it, you're wrong. It's somewhere in between. <laughs> That's why I'm here talking yeah. to you. <laughs> oh, I know, but I, I just, I just saying that. Like, if, if, the answer always seems to be in between what two extremes think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm definitely, I'm definitely open to learning more and getting better. I mean, obviously, I, I want to be good at it. I want to deserve to earn money for it. Right. Uh, and it's like I understand, like you're saying, and that's kind of cool about the Fiverr thing. Almost like. It seems almost like the open mic level of voice acting. It, it really is. And then, but but there's nothing stopping you from getting an open mic level thing, but turning in professional work and then adding that to your reel. Very cool. Very cool. Um, that helps a lot. That really does answer that. I know we have like quite a bit more time, but that, that answers a lot of questions for me. I've done like, it's interesting because I started in radio and I did, um, I, I was co-host of a morning show. And oh, so okay. they, put, uh, they put me on a couple different ads and like, I just kept thinking, I was like, I'm leaving money on the table. If I can do this, I should like, look. but I no longer work for that radio station and don't have access to like a whole professional studio. So like figuring out, what kind of things to buy, but that's where I can start with the YouTube videos. I'm sure they got. I actually <laughs> bought this, vi I, I bought this microphone based on the recommendation of a voiceover person in a YouTube video because they were talking about, well, it depends what you're going to be using the microphone for. If you're going to be using the microphone for only semi-professional voiceover work, then there actually is not much of a difference between a $30 microphone and like a $150 to $200 microphone. So like this microphone that I have, which I forget exactly what the model number is, but it was $25 and it's actually really? a really good microphone. Yeah, because but it is, I mean, but it's something that I didn't know. I went and relied on the information of somebody who was professional. They went and dug through all of the specs and found what was the best microphone for the best price. And they recommended this microphone, which I now use. And people think that I'm smart for having it. Not really. I just followed the instructions of someone who has experience. Very cool. Putting the uh, windscreen back on so it's not naked out here, you know? <laughs> I'm not good at that. I had um, I use these for my like Zoom shows to give it more of a feel. But you see, like this huge—I don't know if you can see this big old chunk of it that's missing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did a cat do that, or was that you? That was me. I was just aggressively pulling it down and yanked off a huge chunk of it. Usually, if this if there's something missing from something made of foam, it's a uh, it's a cat over here, oh. up here in Victor Land. <laughs> Not a cat person, but I get their appeal. They kind of gross me out. Okay. <laughs> um, so that helps a lot. I really appreciate you for that. I 
this is kind of in the same vein. Um, okay. Been very successful on different podcasts, and I really enjoyed your five unseemly questions or six unseemly questions um, right. quite a bit. And I would like to know if you have any tips for um, self-producing one-man banding a podcast. Uh, yeah, I mean, one-man banding meaning meaning you also perform the podcast alone, uh, and then you. Sorry, say again. I'll have guests, but I will not have a co-host. Oh, you'll have guests and you won't have a co-host. Okay, so I think that the easiest way to do a one-man band podcast is, I think, actually, it's probably going to be, um, depending on the quality that you need for your final work, it's either going to be StreamYard or Zoom, especially right now. Um, Zoom, here's something that Zoom does. If you know a little bit about editing, Zoom does something that StreamYard doesn't do, which is Zoom will allow you to record separate audio for the for different people on the call. So if you record something through Zoom, it'll send you your audio and then the person you're talking to's audio separately. And then so you can mix them with something like StreamYard. So when people are talking at the same time in StreamYard, you know how StreamYard tries to mix those voices together and sometimes it's not always audible, like when you're on a live stream and more than one person is talking and sometimes it gets it gets muddled because uh, the system tries to blend those, uh, those audio tracks together. With Zoom, you can skip over that. And so that being said, like I would say if you're going to one-man band a podcast, the easiest way to do it is to get somebody go on zoom have it record audio for both of you and then uh put that audio in your audio uh editing software do you know audio editing software very much yes i typically use audacity okay Audacity is fine. And so you can put that in Audacity and then you'll just have two tracks that are perfectly synced up together because they would have because it cuts them off at the same time. So they sync up together. So all you really have to do is play back and mix it. For for me, um, I also like, especially if you're doing a one man band podcast, I think it's going to really behoove you to have a structure. Uh, there are a lot of podcasts which are just talking back and forth, but I think that having a structure is probably going to make your podcast uh, easier for your listeners. Mm -hmm. so did you ever see the, uh, I actually did an episode of our, of my podcast where I talk about how to structure a podcast and different ways that podcasts are going to be structured. But, but uh, during that, I talked about like how every podcast that at least the, the ones that are produced, they usually have a cold open. Uh, the cold open sometimes is either, uh, the person, uh, the host starts by saying, this is what's coming up in the podcast, or it's an exciting clip from the podcast that maybe lasts like five seconds. Then usually there is a uh, intro or theme or musical intro of the podcast. Then there is the host doing an overview of what's about to happen on the podcast. Uh, then usually the main meet or interview of the podcast. Then usually there is a wrap up or some sort of segment wrap up. And then usually like a call to action at the end, like uh, 
make sure you rate us and review us or send us an email about XYZ and then usually a tag at the end. Some don't have a tag, but those are usually like the parts of a podcast that you're producing. And so if you're going to do it by yourself, have a simple structure. Uh, but the number one rule, uh, and I, I'm surprised I didn't say this first, is make something that's easy for you to repeat. A lot of people have grandiose ideas about how they're going to produce something weekly, and then they produce it once weekly, and then they find out that doing that weekly is really, really hard because they have so many moving parts. Make something that's simple to produce weekly. Like, for instance, this podcast that we're doing right now, it's very simple to produce. It's a good idea, but it's so simple to produce. You come on, I talk to you. I cut out the part where I got up and got my got up and got my Amazon package. But other than that, I just put a beginning and an end on and it's done. So it's easy to produce. I'm glad you don't have to keep that because I just like sang to the people. I didn't know what, what to do. <laughs> so let me show you. <laughs> no, I prefer. I definitely, I definitely prefer podcasts that have a strong structure. Um, mm. I'm not a big fan of a lot of nonsense, and I like you know not just like when you turn on a podcast and it's just kind of laughing at themselves. I feel like that, especially if you are not famous and you don't have people who just love and adore you, right. they want why they're listening. So um, the podcasts I've been a part of that I've really enjoyed being a part of have had really good structures. What I mean by one man banning is it's like, I'm gonna, you know, do the promotion for it. I'm gonna edit right. it. And mm -hmm. I'm not gonna do the theme song. Well, I might sing the theme song. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but I I wanna like be responsible for all the parts. Cause I was a part of another right. one that was actually really successful, but we had different, we had different expectations of it. Like I really, like we, we did a couple live shows, they sold out. I felt really good about it. And my partner kind of wanted it more to be a hobby and right. didn't want it to the next level. And okay. so that's what makes me want to go the solo route with this idea I've got. Right. Yeah. I see. Yeah. And, and that is, that's commendable. I, and I think that uh, you're right to figure it out yourself. Like I, in my podcast, six and Sunni questions, my, partner on the podcast, my co-host, Dave Rosinski, he does not do really anything for the podcast. And I knew he wasn't going to be doing anything for the podcast. I knew that going in. But yeah. that being said, I made something that I could easily produce myself at the start. I mean, now I have a team of people working with me. But when it started, it was just me and uh, it was just me producing the podcast and figuring out a way to produce the podcast to easily make graphics. I, I made I made graphics that look good by having a graphic that I made in Photoshop and I got I had to make it once and from then on out all I had to do is just like change the name of the episode and change people's pictures but everything else was des was designed really it is the key is setting up a way to work on it where you don't have to recreate the will every time you do an episode you want to Re you want to make that wheel once and then just roll through each episode to yeah. extend that metaphor far longer than it should have been. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Not, uh, not basically not putting yourself in the position where you're just overwhelmed having to come up with a whole new thing each week. I don't want to do that now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like for instance, promotional material, 
like figure out a way to make your promotional material easy. For instance, uh, if you want to make like maybe subscribe to Headliner. Have you ever heard of Headliner? Mm, no. What is that? What Headliner does it's it's like a podcast marketing website where you can put in clips of your podcast. It will transcribe them for you and make those like podcast wave videos. So so with that, within you can work on that for an hour and you can make you know, 10 or 20 videos from clips from your podcast. Like the way my podcast is set up, we release uh, six and seemly questions. We release a question every day. So like every day I released a uh, snippet from my podcast as part of my marketing promotion. However, I, I have the production set up. So to, in order to make that happen, it only takes an hour a week. Mm-hmm. So it takes... The structure is already made up so I can produce those segments for the podcast. And then I use uh, Buffer, which is a social media uh, management platform. And the free, you can do this with the free version, too, where you can just have your... You said uh, it's called... What? What did you say? The social media uh, it's management social- it's a social media management platform. It's called Buffer. It's also like Hootsuite is the same thing. It's where you can schedule your social media. So you can do it once during the week and then it'll automatically release them. So you don't have to worry about it. Just make it as easy for yourself as possible. That's the key. As someone who's a touch lazy, I like that because it's like, okay, let me focus. Let me think about all of this one day. And then throughout the week, it's not all because you don't want to just like put out all your social media at one time because people forget about it and you want to be consistent. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Also- you want it to be able to you you want it you want it to take away your having to worry about it every day. Yeah. Take that away and it's much easier. I also really think it's smart the way you do the release and the questions, because I swear what made me listen was you asked someone who their favorite child was, and I said, Oh my gosh, why? <laughs> like I <laughs> question was like do you have a favorite child and i was like i have to hear someone respond to this so it was like it was really it was a really good little uh like a, a breadcrumb to get me excited to like want to see what else there was so it's really cool that's actually one of the things i like about it is not only is it like that but i'm gonna sh- pull up uh, the instagram really quick because on the instagram what we do is we have it set up so that when you're looking at our Instagram, you get to see all of the uh, all of the questions. So it's going to be easy to like suck people in, because when you look down at the Instagram, like every other every other thing on our Instagram is actually a question from Six and Seemly Questions. If you look at it right now, I'm I'm just yeah. holding up. Yeah. So it, it's it's we because when you when you are consistent and you keep creating material for your social media. When one thing catches somebody's eye, then they go back to your social social media and then you demonstrate that, yeah, there's plenty of that. Then people will start to follow you. I like that idea. I also like the idea of using the um, the clips from the app. You were just telling me about the one that um, transcribes them and using that on TikTok. That seems oh, like yeah. a really because people on TikTok like really visual stuff. Like uh, your videos do a lot better if they have more words on them. Like they get a longer watch cycle. So that's a really cool way to promote your podcast. Yeah, you could you could definitely do that on TikTok. Easy. Yeah. You definitely should. 
Thank you. Well, look at that. I learned. I got some good structure ideas for my podcast. And um, so I, I learned that not all classes are a scam. So I appreciate that. <laughs> it's true. Not all classes are a scam. Some are okay. Some are it's okay. Just, it's just you got to make sure where you spend your, spend your money right. Don't, don't just spend your money. Yes. Because I see people who have been doing comedy as long as me teaching classes and I'm like, what? no, like, you know what I mean? And so I always am very curious about the credentials of like what I'm going to learn and how I'm going to invest my time and my money, you know? I always think of classes this way, that when, when I'm trying to decide whether or not I want to pay money for a class, I think about where I'm trying to go. Like, where are you trying to go? What are you trying to do? Like, you're trying to get work as a voiceover artist does your class actually help you do that? Because knowledge is one thing, but if it's also a class that's taught by a casting agent that can actually answer those type of questions that you have as well, and will also familiarize you with that casting agent, why not make it kill two birds with one stone? It's a much more valuable class. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I think we're actually done with our whole thing. So uh but thank you for being part of this because i think that other people are actually going to really get a lot of use out of the questions you ask i think a lot of people have the same questions that you do so i really appreciate you being on this uh podcast thank you for having me i really had a good time thank you so much for all your information not a problem i'm going to do a little bit of podcast wind down while you're here hold on one second so everybody who's watching thanks a lot for checking out the podcast you can check us out at artsacademypodcast.com or altartsacademy.com and we're at uh, Alt Arts Academy on all social media. All right, that's it. Let me click the button to end the show. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.